Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. Recently, I facilitated an online course on the celebrated American poet, Galway Cannell. In addition to being a phenomenal poet, he was also an impactful teacher of poetry. Like so much of what our teachers share as advice about our writing, today's poem can also be applied to our life, off the page. Dry Spell by Lisa Sewell, after Eileen Tabias and Joe Brainerd, and in memory of Galway Cannell. Afterwards, I remember some poems mistake the moment they are beginning for the end. I remember being among the first humans on Earth to see that the end of civilization and humans and other species and of eternity will come. I remember Tuckerman, the first American poet, to lament the destruction of our continent. I remember poems tipping to the right-hand side of the page because of punchy verbs, no adjectives, and nouns and verbs that forced the ninth or tenth syllable to do a lot of the heavy lifting. I remember the quest to find what gives the line integrity. I remember metaphor is wish fulfillment and simile is insight, that there is a resemblance that words control and a resemblance that words cannot bear. I took my form and meter from other animals and the natural world, which abounds in forms. I remembered D.H. Lawrence and Muriel Rukeyser, who praised the squeamish things in life. I tried to get away from flatness. I remember that rhyme and meter help light and shadow move across the page, and poetry as a kind of singing that raises language up. I remember meter raises the flaccid aspect of prose into poetry that otherwise would just be talk. I remember that stanza means little room, that form helps light and shadow move across the page. I remember the final syllable in a line carries power because it's the only one that doesn't have a word that follows. I remember the hermit thrush's pure vowels, the wolf's emotional cry of isolation, the humpback whale's jazz, that the gopher frog sings entirely out of consonants, all edge. I remember Williams's language becoming much more iambic when he was stirred, and Stevens using iams to produce a singing that can't be found in formal verse. I remember each singer has a repetitive way of speaking, 
I tried to attach myself to a tradition of chant and to find an unpredictable formality to register the rhythms of my response to experience. I believe that free verse gives us a homemade world of our own. I remember praising poems that were just talk. I remember rhyme is like an inchworm that prays itself forward with inspection and faith and is given to those who believe. I remembered circularity and the melody of vowels. I remembered the word order we use in speech is so fixed in its rules that certain kinds of rhyme are impossible and certain rhythms are illegal. I remember Dylan Thomas's worksheets always had a list of possible rhymes. I remember the greatest poems achieved the simultaneous production of sound and meaning without straining. I remember that voice brings music to a poem, but the music must remain in the words after the voice has broken. I remember the music of poetry creates an opening of the self and giving away of the self to the other. I remember Whitman's love of bodily life and Thoreau's unhappy reserve. I remembered a word is a sound that means. I remembered that language must be brought out of the self like lumps of physicality. I remember Ashap Mandostam, who is hard to translate because he was so intelligent. I remember Rilke and Christopher Smart, Delmore Swartz and Berriman, Creeley and Allen Ginsberg and William Stafford, who in his poem thought hard for us all. I remember Gwendolyn Brooks and Muriel Rukeyser and very few other women whose poems made their way into that marble inner sanctum. I remember the problem with some poets' work may be that they write with the affections. I remember that everything that uses language is humanized. I remember Paul Ceylon and the names that whispered to me down the years and my own hands keeping silent. I remember writing with the affections. I remember the basic criteria for good poetry depends on a degree of sympathy, kinship, and respect. I remember that song and poetry connect to us the other creatures who also sing. I remember sending the poem to the next stomach like a ruminating animal until it tasted most of myself. And to put the right noises in the right order, like any good mammal. I remember to make the poem unfold in consciousness. I remember to address myself to everybody though no one was listening. I remember to project emotion into time with the maximum amount of flexibility. I remember fatigue is what makes cowards of us all, and cowardice can sometimes be mistaken for fatigue. I remember the marathoner who knows to pass through the 21-mile wall and go beyond it. I remember that even anaphora has its limitations. And I remember days wandering, wondering what, anyway, 
was that sticky infusion, that rank flavor of blood, that poetry by which I lived. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. And find us on Instagram at slowdownshow. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.